I am way beyond a fanatic. I'm God-possessed. Get it straight. There ain't a demon on the planet that likes Mark Barclay anymore. If that's you, clap and shout one. Say, I am God-possessed. You better get ready. Did you bring a Bible? Praise God. I hope you're doing good today. I call you blessed. I'm Doc Barkley. Welcome to the broadcast. We work hard, my whole team, my whole church family, to bring you this free of charge. Our partners help us do it. You can become one of those if you want to, or anytime you feel like it, you can sow financially into the ministry here to help just keep pumping out the Word of God. Many people do. You're certainly welcome to. And if you choose to, when the seed comes, when your, when your finances come, I personally pray over it. That's no exaggeration. I personally pray over it and ask God to bless you in return, plus the satisfaction of helping us reach so many people. I'm holding in my hand the series, Ignorant No More. That's what we've been preaching on. That's what the Holy Spirit through Paul said to the church. Let's not be ignorant about spiritual things. We live in a dark, dark day, spiritually, many other ways. And yet it's time to break out and live in the light. And that is not just big talk. Jesus came on purpose to change your life and mine. We're gonna talk about that through this telecast. Get on social media, get on your phone, call, text, tell everybody about this program and get them hooked up to it right now. Here we go, we're gonna to study together and God is going to help us, amen. I believe everything that my Bible says, no matter what the devil says, no matter what people say, and no matter what my circumstances say, tonight I am a believer, therefore I'm a receiver. And I do believe that I will receive absolutely everything that God has for me tonight. In the name of Jesus, say amen. Clap and welcome the television congregation. God bless you. And thank you for joining us all across the land and up into Canada and wherever you're at tonight by television. We call you blessed. It's our privilege to come to you. And uh, we hope that something we say and study together makes a marked difference in your life in Jesus' name. Now, here in the house, we've been teaching a series. I didn't intend it to be one. But a week ago Thursday, I started teaching a series called Ignorant No More. Say it. Ignorant No More. Let's all say it together. Ignorant No More. And we start talking about not being ignorant of spiritual things. So uh, we'll catch you up for a minute in case you haven't been joining us, and then we'll give you some new things for tonight. Let's go to our text in 1 Corinthians 12.1. Amen. 1 Corinthians 12.1. Hallelujah. I, I really enjoy studying. I appreciate you studying the Word of God with me. Verse 1. This is our text, and so we're reading it every uh, time in this series. Now concerning... Spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. 
Now, simply the apostle is, is referring to all spiritual things. That's why the word gifts is italicized. It's in script font to, to let you know that the translators added that to make the sentence make good English grammar. And there's different places in the Bible without violating the purity of the original text uh, in this case, by adding the word gifts does not violate at all because it's in the context of the giftings of God. However, we also want to understand that this is not just talking about the nine gifts of the Spirit. We already did a whole lesson on verse 4, 5, and 6. And in that time together, we studied that there are diversities of gifts, but the same Holy Spirit, and that the Holy Spirit, is in, He's the part of God that's in charge of the gifts. Then we read in verse 5, there are differences of administrations. The word administrations there means ministries. We know there's different ministries. They have different names. And uh, Jesus Christ the Lord, according to verse 5, he, He's in charge of all ministries. Then we read in verse 6 that uh, there are different operations, different assignments. We're commissioned to do different things. And that is all under the direct hand of Father God. So when you look at all of the ministries and all the believers and that we're all gifted in one way or another, and we all have some assignment as churches and ministries, you can see how God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit is absolutely running the operation. He's in charge. Say it. He is in charge. Amen. And I've worked for Jesus Christ directly now. Uh, for many years, and I can tell you, if you don't already know, he absolutely knows what he's doing. You and I don't always know what he's doing, and no offense, but you and I don't always know what we're doing. But he knows what he's doing, and it doesn't take him long to find out what we're doing. Amen? Say, thank God, he's in charge, and I'm not. Now, uh, we also talked about a little bit about some people, they're ignorant because they have a blind mind. Now, you've heard these things if you've been in the series with me. I'm catching you up because we always have new people in the house. We always have new people by internet. And there's always new people from week to week that grab the telecast. So I like to catch you up a little bit when we're teaching on a series. So some of the things I'm saying right now, you regulars, you have heard these before. We talked about the blind mind. We referred the blind mind to the blind man. You can hold up a color chart in front of a blind woman or blind man, and you can, with everything in you, try to get them to see it and pick out, you know, lime green from bright red, and they cannot. You can work at it. You can rub their head, anointing with oil, prophesy, you can, you, can, you can do anything you want. You can hold it far off. You can put it up close. But if they're truly blind in their eyes, no matter what you do, they cannot see it until you get their eyes to be opened by the power of God. And light and, and sight comes back to their eyes. And we discussed this in a whole lesson a couple services ago. There is no way you're going to get blind minds to see what you see spiritually no matter how hard you try, whether you're far off or right in their face, you're not going to get them to see spiritually what you see as long as Satan keeps their mind blind. 
But oh, if you can get the blinders off that mind by the anointing of God and the truth of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, it's the only thing that raises the blinds. The truth spoken out of your heart and mouth and the presence of God called the anointing. It's the only thing that opens the blinds. And if you can get the blind mind to open for just a few minutes, you can insert truth. You can lay that anointing on them stronger. And that's how we reel them in. We also said that every human has been given the gift or the measure of faith, I mean. Not the gift. The measure of faith. Not a measure, the measure. What's the measure, Brother Barclay? Enough faith to get saved. Every human being has a God-initiated, pre-deposited, can I say ounce of, I don't know, ounce of nugget of faith that's deep in the soul of your understanding and in your being. And when the gospel's presented to you and the blinders are lifted by anointed witnesses, did you hear that phrase? You, there's enough faith in you. There was in you if you're born again. There's enough faith in every Christian to be able to receive the Lord Jesus Christ. Enough faith to say yes and amen to the gospel story. Now that's all the faith you get given to you free by heaven. Enough to respond the very first time. After that, faith comes by and hearing the word of God preached. How will, they, how will they hear without a preacher, Romans says? How will they preach with this anointing, in other words, unless they're sent by the head of the church? That's what we're talking about. That's what we're dealing with. That's why we also, in a previous lesson, we discussed that the gifts of the Spirit, the nine of them, which we're about to read now, they're not necessarily for you to flow here in the church house. This is where you come and I flow to equip you, to enable you by the power of the Holy Spirit, to train you, to impart to you, and, 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 so, and so forth and so on. The gifts of the Spirit could manifest here. We've seen that before. But mostly, God does not equip the everyday soldier of the cross to flow supernaturally in the house of God when there are elders and ministry gifts, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teachers, present. It is possible and it can happen. It happened in the Corinth church to the degree that the apostle had to say, now hold it, wait a minute. We're, we're not doing this every service anymore. Oh, three at the most. But you know why the apostle let them prophesy publicly? Not to guide, not to lead, not to correct, not to exhort, or excuse me, not to rebuke, but to exhort. Read it for yourself, book of Corinthians. He said, let, let all prophesy that all may learn. Learn what? How to prophesy. Practice on us. We've already taught on this once. I'm just redoing. When you leave here, you've got to be power-packed. You've got to be soaked with God. A word of knowledge and a word of wisdom in the marketplace, on the factory assembly line. I don't care if you're buying flowers at the flower shop. That gift of the Spirit rise up in you. 
Remember the message we had where the Holy Spirit said, let me out. Let me out of your hands. Let me out of your mouth. Let, let me manifest and I'll help you heal these, this mass of people and get them born again. The gifts are not to make you powerful so you're powerful. The gifts are to make you powerful so that you can overpower the enemy that has your friends, relatives, and neighbors blinded in their mind, sick in their body, confused about what's up and down. Now with that, let's look at the nine gifts of the Spirit. It's in 1 Corinthians 12, we just read there. And we're going to start in verse 7, and then we'll discuss these for a few minutes in our study tonight. Are you with me? Yeah. All right. You're not saying a lot of amens, but maybe I'm not giving you too many breaks to jump in there. I'll, I'll work on that. It's got to be my fault. <laughs> verse 7. You don't want me to tell the church again that you're a bunch of mannequins. All right. Verse 7. But the manifestation of the preacher is... Oh, you caught that, huh? This is not you and me being big and famous. This is a manifestation of God flowing through us. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. In other words, any time that God flows through you, God will flow through anybody that, that is a good vessel that wants him to. As God wills. As God wills, he'll empower you and flow through you. And it's not to profit you, it's to profit with all. With all means everyone and everything. With all is everyone and everything. Hallelujah. Now, let's keep reading. For to one is given by the Spirit, notice a capital S, that's the Holy Spirit, is the Spirit being talked about here, the word of wisdom. To another, the word of knowledge. By the same Holy Spirit, verse 9, to another, Faith, or what we call the gift of faith, special faith, by the same Holy Spirit. Verse 9, to another, the gifts of healing. It's all the same healing, but it's different gifts to be given to different people at different times. Verse 10, to another, the working of miracles. That's not always a manifested miracle. That's working with God until the miracle comes. To another, prophecy. Hmm. To another, discerning of spirits. Small s. There's three kinds of spirits on this planet. There are, there's holy spirits. That is the Holy Spirit and holy angels. Angels are considered spirits. Hebrews calls them ministering spirits unto those of us that are heirs of salvation. So in the realm on this planet, there's a spirit realm that you can't, you can't contact with your natural senses. You can't see it. You can't smell it, taste it, touch it, feel it. You can't hear it without God opening some window and allowing the communication or the vision or the dream or the manifestation to come through our atmosphere. Still with me? So discerning of spirits, you, you might discern. Discern means to recognize, to be able to separate out and recognize in this text. So discerning of spirits means I can recognize spirits. Now they might be holy. It might be the difference where sometimes 
we say, well, that's the Holy Spirit. And it could be a wonderful person, but the next time they're under a familiar spirit. A familiar, I can't get off on this now. But a familiar spirit is a demon that studies how God uses humans and he becomes familiar with that. So if you're not prayed up and you don't have discernment, you may not know whether or not it's the Holy Spirit inspiring and coming upon you to do something or say something. Or maybe it's an evil spirit trying to manipulate your life and get you to be spiritual. That's why when you're first prophesying and learning about spiritual gifts, the Bible says, let it be done in front of the elders so that, that, that uh, not only can all learn, but the elders can judge what you're prophesying. Because what if someone believes you? What if you catch them in the backyard, back parking lot, or you internet them, you know, email them, or, or you text them, and you have a word from God because you're feeling prophetic? And what if it's not God, and they believe you because you said it was God? Because almost everybody starts out saying, thus saith the Lord, or the Lord showed me, or the Lord told me to tell you this. Right. Now, I would think if they admire you, they would believe you. That God really did tell you this, show you this, and tell you to tell them. That means they're probably going to believe you. Wow! What if it wasn't God? And they steered their whole life and family, business and everything, in one direction or another, simply at your utterance. And what if they find out 20 years later, you miss God? What if they don't find out this side of heaven? Oh, I'm off from that now. I don't want to put a heavy on you. But I want you to understand there's a great responsibility that comes with the gifts of the Spirit. That's why God doesn't really use the donkey very often to talk to the prophet. He wants a vessel that is trustworthy and proven with no ulterior motives. And he's been judged by the elder or her by the elders of the church. Amen. Now, while I'm on this, I don't mean to just concentrate on one gift. Do we get them all in? Working of miracles, special faith, working of miracles. Do we, do we read them all? Let's make sure we get them in. Sorry, I just dawned on me. Uh, verse 9, special faith, gifts of healings. Verse 10, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, and then to another discerning of spirits, to another diverse kinds of tongues, and to another the interpretation of that tongues. Verse 11, but all these worketh that one and the selfsame Holy Spirit, dividing to every man severally, or individually as he wills, as he wills, not as you will, as he wills. Never pray to God to be in any fivefold office. Do not pray, Lord, I want to be a pastor. Lord, I want to be a prophet. Oh, Lord, I believe, I believe. Stop doing that right now because God will not answer that kind of prayer, first of all. And you're going to give place to a familiar spirit that's going to come upon you. And then no matter what the leadership says, we've already witnessed this here in the last 30 years. Not too many times, but a time or two. Where they ran off as the great evangelists, the great pastor teachers, and then they totally crashed and burned. Nobody here rejoiced over their crashing and burning. But we all sat back and said, well, if they would have listened. Do not ask the Lord which one of these gifts 
that you want. Lord, I want to prophesy. I'm going to prophesy. Anoint me to prophesy. He's not going to, most likely. And he's going to give, you're going to give place to a familiar spirit. Remember what a familiar spirit is? It's a demon that tracks Christians to learn how the Holy Spirit works with them. Then he can try to duplicate it. You can't duplicate God, period. You certainly can if you're evil. So it is a counterfeit. It might have a little tinge of a little tinsel sounding like God. It may have a feeling a little bit like God because the familiar spirit even learned how a human behaves. And he'll even study how we do it here so the person looks so orderly and so properly. But if it's not the Holy Spirit, it's an evil spirit. We started to talk about three kinds of spirits on the planet. The Holy Spirit sector. That's the Holy Spirit and the holy angels working with us. There are, there are also hellish spirits. They're called demons. They are fallen angels. As far as we know biblically, there are no human spirits roaming the earth. Okay? You, when you die, you either go to Abraham's bosom, which is now emptied, so to be absent from the body is not to roam the earth. It's to be present with the Lord. And if you're not saved and you die, you still go to a place called Hades, which is the holding tank for the lake of fire portal, the window uh, called the lake of fire, that, that you go through that threshold into eternal damnation. If you, and, if you and I ever truly believed that hell was as long as it was, we would, we would evangelize everybody we know whether they like us or not. Hellish spirits, some are defined many times by their activity. For example, an unclean spirit will simply is a demon that will cause you to think unclean, look at unclean things, say unclean words, run around with unclean people, you'll end up living an unclean life. Make an excuse that Jesus loves you anyways and you love him, which he does, and you probably do, but if you stop there, you keep living an unclean life and you jeopardize too many things. There's a, I gotta get off on this now, but let me give you a couple of more. There, the Bible talks about evil spirits. Those are demons that make you think evil, talk evil, do evil, scheme evil schemes to hurt other people and or to step on them for your own advancement. That's evil. Amen. Amen. There are seducing spirits. You know when you're being seduced, you know it. There are deceiving spirits. Those are evil spirits that trick and fool you. When you're being tricked and fooled, you don't know it. That's what tricked and fooled means. You're deceived and so on and so forth. And so we understand by, run, by running through the gamut of all the scriptures, we can see all these different evil spirits. Now, the third sector of spirits on this planet is called human spirits. Human spirits have been, have been fellowshipping with the spirits of darkness and evil for many generations. Many of them, their habits that they learn from demons, their meanness, their drunkenness, their sexual perversion, is handed down from one to another to another. You can track men, some, some people call these soul ties. Some ministries call them hereditary or the sins of the father. But the real truth about all of it, that's probably all true. But underneath the, 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 the tablecloth is the table and under the table lies this. These are demons that had entry to great-great-grandpa the same demon had entry to great-great-grandpa. 
The same demon had entry to great-grandpa. The same demon had entry to grandpa. And the same demon had ent entry to dad. And now it's working on you. And if you don't do something about it, the same demon will go after your kids. And that's why drunkenness runs the ramut. That's why they say psychologically... Or, 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 you know, the, 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 the report is, well, you know, if you're abused as a child, you'll probably abuse someone later on in life. Well, first of all, that's not totally proven true. Of course, there's a lot of people who have been molested as children that are not molesters. However, if the demon that caused your forefathers or mothers to be dirty like this and unclean, if you give place to that demon, which you will if you're not washed in the blood of the Lamb, you have no protection. This is what the world and the religious world does not get. Unless you are born again and washed by the blood of the Lamb, you don't even stand, you can't even make it to first base in protecting yourself from these things that are handed down from generation to generation. Human spirits can be as dangerous as, 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 as fallen angels, demons. You know why? Because you are a spirit. The Bible says you have a soul that gives you functioning manner and then you live in a vessel called an earth suit or if you prefer a body. If your body fails you, you have to leave the planet. You can't stay here. That's why we work at keeping our bodies alive until we are fully satisfied with life. for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Hallelujah. We're going to study the Word of God. He Shundai. Woo! We need the gifts of the Spirit to flow through your life in this dark day so you have supernatural God-given power to touch and help other people. Amen. You know what the Lord is saying? If you love me, then when I go through all this for you, do something with it. You do something with this to help somebody else. Turn with me, please, to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. The flowing of the gifts of the Spirit. It is not the assignment of God for every ministry to be good at everything or involved in everything. Can you say amen on it? Praise God, everybody. Doc Barkley again. Thanks for being part of the broadcast. I hope you caught the whole thing. And uh, if not, whatever part you caught, I pray it was a blessing to you because we work so hard to bring this to you. We really do. And it costs a lot of money. And so our partners, you can become one if you want. Our partners really help us pay for this. And you can sow any seed. You can be a constant partner and be a blessing that way. Or just ever so often as you feel led or even right now. Put something in the mail, jump online. You can give online at our website. I want to make sure you get the series uh, so you can just keep studying it over and over again. Ignorant no more. That's what the Holy Spirit said. And he said it to the church people. Let's not be ignorant of spiritual things, especially living today. I mean, you're living in the last of the last days. There's a dark cloud. There's a glory cloud. There are angels active. There are demons active. There are people who you can trust. There are people you better stay away from. And so how do you, how do you navigate this? We're going to help you. I hope we are helping you. Get this series. You won't regret it. We're praying for you. Please pray for us. 
please send an offering to help us preach. And whether you do or not, we love you. Come visit us at Living Word. And I plan to see you on the next broadcast. It's going to be just as powerful as the one we just did. Amen.